right, Steen? We've been married nine years. Got anything to ask me? We're going on year 10. <laughs> we'll be a decade. <laughs> Long time. You know how I You don't even think about it, though. Like, you don't even, or I don't. I don't think it's, it doesn't necessarily feel like nine years to me. Wisdom to share for anyone. It's tough because you gotta. Only real wisdom is. You gotta wanna stick with it. Well, I would. Or I guess the better, the better way would be you gotta stick with it to want it. Yeah, I was gonna say, sometimes you don't wanna stick with it. You have to stick with it to want it. Because it kind of goes in waves. But it's just giving you a choice whether you want to be on your own and what you want or whether you want to create a world with another person. I think one of the tricks is, is that when you get married, you think, oh my gosh, this is the best thing for me. And then as time goes on, you question what the best thing for you is. And it's like you you don't, um, it's like you can lose the faith that what your decision was or what you were led to is that anymore and that it is that, but you have to treat it differently or you have to adjust or you have to it's not like you can treat it the same through each season well in a lot of ways it's biological and psychological where biologically speaking you're you're really geared to want to connect with another person and you're rewarded chemically for that and that feels good and then that sets in some nice psychological things but then after that period is done psychologically you start to go back to who you were before as an individual and then that's challenged by another individual going back into their individual and you've got to find a way to create this together and that's that's how you evolve. That's how your relationship evolves and you as an individual person evolve. And it, I think it has to have that challenge because if it doesn't, if it's just too easy, then it's not. There's not a lot of growth. doesn't mean there's not growth. Usually that, you know, that growth kind of comes. It, and it's not like there's a, it's not like you're going to find the answer and then solve everybody's problems because... That's the beauty of wisdom is you've got to go through the experiences to gather it on your own. So. And I would say for me, it is being the getting comfortable with that your marriage is imperfect and you've married an imperfect person because I think that for whatever reason because you feel like everything is perfect going into it, 
you're comfortable with that, and then you start to be in uncomfortable through each imperfection that you experience. And um, I think that it's just dangerous to have those kinds of expectations, if you have, even if you have those feelings, and that it's actually more beautiful that you love an imperfect person and that you work on an imperfect marriage because it's something you believe in and it's something that you put faith into versus just, oh, I've been given this perfect person and I've been given this perfect marriage and I'm just going to bask in that forever, you know? Uh, yeah, I see it. I see it different. I see it opposite. Uh, I see it as, or I try to hold on to that this is, this is perfect and all of the things that I don't like about it are that's where I need to work on my perception because if it's all from God it's all coming from him and it's his experience that he wants to give you to pull you up and that there's not a right or wrong way it's, no, it's I, I whatever like you want to it's however you want to see it it's however you want to and that's the point is I feel like I, I get it get I mean we've you've talked ways. people have talked for a long time about oh it's imperfect person and you're just and and I I feel that you know it's it's taken me more it's a more of a more of a I don't think you started the relationship with the same perception I did, though. And I think that's a difference. Yeah, it's a higher challenge for me to say, okay, I'm going to see this as perfect, and it's pulling me up to something, versus I'm going to see this as imperfect, and then I have to go fix it. Because then that kind of makes me out to be like... I something else is imperfect and so therefore I've got I have the right perception because it's imperfect and so I know what perfect actually is I actually don't know what perfect is I need to be taught what perfect is and therefore I and and what the promise of God is is that all of this is perfect I feel like I can agree with that and I can agree with like it helps me when I feel like if I'm putting an expectation on you that I shouldn't be or that you know you just are being human and it's okay to be human it's just like you know what you don't have to make your spouse out to be perfect or have these crazy expectations on them because I don't know it was just like a release of my mindset to where To where I wasn't setting myself up for a disappointment in a way that I shouldn't be. Yeah, well, that's that's the point. Is it goes to work on your perception. Yeah, then it goes to work on. And so therefore, okay, so what is all of the things, mindset? maybe all of the things that you ever thought were imperfect about <laughs> any other person, were really all of the perceptions that were getting worked on inside of you. Is that you're you are the only perceiver. And everything that you find within another person that you don't like is really within you that's wanting to be 
hold yeah, power. Yeah, and I would say, too, better. a big part of marriage is learning about yourself just as much as learning about somebody and how you work together. And something that I feel like has been a gift, but it's been hard to get to is just... For some reason, over the course of years of being with someone, things get complicated or life gets complicated. And it's when sometimes things are stripped away that they start to be more simplistic and it starts to be more enjoyable the, the more simple things get. And it's not an easy process. And a lot of times, um, you know, having things taken from you or things getting uncomplicated is you feel like what you're holding on to gets taken away but really it's just you're going to find the treasure of it being scaled back to basic simplicities of relationship or life or family the kingdom of heaven is like an empty field where you sell everything to buy it and everybody thinks you're psycho but you know the treasure that's in the field it's the pruning the vine it's you know you don't see the rose when there's overgrowth and that's what the imagery of birth and death is of death and resurrection where you become more and more accepting releasing comfortable with all of the things that you used to think were being taken away from you but in reality you'd let them die now because you know that on the other end there is no death it's just you're being resurrected into something new and you've got that trust because you've been through that experience and it was very painful and you don't you you now on the other side there's no reason for the pain because you've got something way more fulfilling way more enjoyable it's the kingdom of heaven and when you realize that you're in it you're a part of it then you don't fear it anymore take away whatever you need to take away because what i'm getting on the other side is way more because it's already perfect and all that stuff you're taking away from me is all the stuff that i build that is not worth i don't want it i don't want what you don't think i should have that's surrender. That's what a marriage can teach you. But not when, not when the marriage is all about you getting what you want from the marriage. When the marriage is about two coming together to understand one and releasing of each other, each self, individual self, and starting to take on the collective understanding. That's unity that's what we're all after and missing that we don't necessarily know about because we want to save the five-star hotel. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. But when that's what you're chasing, you know, when money and fame and fortune and all of, you know, other people's Instagram feed, when you're chasing their Instagram feed, then that's what you're going to get. And they're not telling you what's behind that Instagram's feed. All the struggle and the hurt and the frustration that they don't really necessarily know how to handle. Yeah, we had many uh, cute pictures of us as a couple that we fought right before we took them. 
Not recently, but like in the past. And there's nothing wrong with it. Everything is, is the opportunity to learn. Everything has within it the lesson. There's just more effective, higher ways to learn. And climbing's not easy. You know, it's not the struggle to make it up the mountain. Doesn't mean you can't rest, and it doesn't mean you should. I mean, shouldn't. Doesn't mean you should, you know, just keep climbing for the climbing's sake, because it's not about the, it's not about how high you can get. It's a. I feel like that's a Miley Cyrus song. Yeah. What? <laughs> Which one? Something like it's all about the no, climb. No, it's all, yeah, it's all about the climb. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not? You were just saying it was. Huh? You were just saying it was. No, it's not about the climb. It's about the perspective. Oh, man. You're going way too high for me. <laughs> well, it's not about the effort. It's not about, like, the, the journey up the mountain. It's about the turning around and seeing the landscape. Oh, my gosh. Heart. <laughs> that is. That's what it's about. It's about being able to hold a higher point of view. It's not about the doing. It's about the being. And the climbing, nothing wrong with it, but it's the doing. That's where you can have a pissing contest of I'm more enlightened or I'm more, look at my marriage, it's better than yours because we're doing this or that. No, it's not. It's look how I can love another person. How do you best love me? Oh my God. From whose perspective? <laughs> from your own. From my perspective? From, my, from your perspective. My perspective how of how you want to be no, loved? Or my how, perspective of how I How do you feel, feel should... like you love me best? How I love you best. Yeah, like, because... I keep coming back to the table. Uh-huh. Is that hard for you? Or has it become easier? As things like continue to die away, it gets easier and easier, you know. As you, as all the things that you, all the things that you think you're not getting, become less and less important. Not because you are being a victim, but because you recognize there, there's nothing wrong with all of the things that you wanted. It's that's not what life is giving you, and. Who is your greatest teacher? Are you, the student, the greatest teacher? Or is life the greatest teacher? How do you love me best from my perspective? From your perspective? Yeah. Uh, from your perspective, I care for the six-year-old. I take care of the princess <laughs> that that little girl where's that little girl is somewhere inside <laughs> somewhere inside and was that a recent revelation to you um that that's a way to love somebody well i think you don't get you're not it's hard to see that when you don't necessarily... It's hard to see anything 
when you don't see it in yourself first. And so you, if you don't start to nurture your own and have compassion for your own child that never, if you don't even see it, like that, that's... So you had to nurture your own child first Mm -hmm. before you could nurture someone else's? Yep. And that came from being able to understand that mother, that feminine, and and I think that happens a lot in males. Like you take on that masculine, and then that child gets you're yelling at that child a lot. You know, do this, do that. And I think that with females, it can be really a lot of the times they can where they don't get the chance to grow up is because they're listening a lot. They're not necessarily nurturing that masculine side or it's even overabundant because they're overcompensating. And it's just about that balance, that trying to honor, you know, and it's not like it's a masculine or feminine, like it's a hard, fast rule. Those are just ways that we've identified roles and traits. How do you become connected and unified inside yourself? So is there any questions you want me to answer? There's always questions that you want me to ask you to answer. So what what are they? (laughs) How do you love me, baby? (laughs) How do I I love you? Um, I realize more of my love through not doing something versus then doing something and I'll say from the term that I think a lot of wives get is like criticism and so I feel like you experience my love when you don't experience criticism from me so it's not necessarily an action but it's like a holding back of anything that might come to mind as criticizing in small ways could be through parenting it could be through how you do something to big ways of you know and so I feel like you have um and I think that's maybe goes back to like you experiencing like freedom in the relationship when stuff like that isn't present Because I may have an opinion about something about you or the way you do things or the way you... But that doesn't necessarily mean that it always needs to be out there or, you know, I think more of a holding back in what I feel like I want to control or do or correct or anything like that. So I feel like you get to experience my supportiveness without with me being conscious of that so said another way when you accept doesn't have to mean agree Mm -hmm. but when you accept the what is then you feel as though you were loving me based on what I perceive. Right. 
I mean, that's just the first thing that came to mind. I'm sure there's a lot of other things, but. Well, I think that's a life lesson. It's not just in a one person. Yeah. That's life in general. That's what we've been talking about. Is mm-hmm. When you can accept what is being given, work with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mean it's just a passive. It's not a passive thing. It literally is one of the hardest things that you can do, action-wise, is to accept something and work with it. Create. Yeah. So I think we've had a lot of unexpected things in the past nine years take place or even not take place. And so I'm excited to see what this year brings, the next five years, the next ten years. Hope to have some surprises because those are fun. Um, But also just, you know, be able to have the comfort of us being by each other's side through it all, you know? Because not everybody gets to have someone by their side. So I think we're really blessed to have each other. So we're sitting here in our plushy robes, staring at a rose garden. Killing mosquitoes. Enjoying the morning sunshine, sipping our coffee, and just pondering on life and love and the gift of being in it.